Hello and welcome to the 12th episode of the State Hornet Sports Podcast. My name is Sean Holko and I am the sports editor. On this week's episode, I have a conversation in studio with two former Sac State football players, former wide receiver Andre Lindsay and former defensive back Dre Terrell, as we chat about their favorite memories from playing here at Sac State, what they think of their former teammate Kevin Thompson, who is now a junior again and having a lot of success in the 2019 football season and also what they think of the Sac State football team this season overall as the team under first year head coach Troy Taylor is seven and three with two games remaining in the season and are primed to make a FCS playoff push. Now my conversation with Andre and Dre. So first and foremost, for, for those who don't know you guys, can you introduce yourselves to the listeners a little bit with your full name, uh, position you played here at Sac State for how many years, and when you graduated with what degree? Uh, my name is Dre Terrell. Um, I played corner here at Sac State. I came in in 2014, graduated last year, December 2018. Um, so I played about four and a half years here. Uh, my name Andre Lindsay. Most people know me, Dre Huss. Uh, you know, I came in around 2016 in the fall, finished up in December 2018, graduated with my kinesiology degree. So that's real cool. Played wide receiver and was also a member of the uh, track team. Nice, nice. And uh, first, Andre, for you, what was your experience like on the Sac State football team? My experience with the Sac State football team, it was a lot of love around me. You know, I um, I grown the to have a lot of brothers you know we all got pretty close and it was just it was a lot of fun times we had you know I miss going out practicing battling on game days uh just the the after parties that we had just the (laughs) the traveling just everything so I like my time here and I wouldn't change it for a thing how about you Dre? man it was fun uh like Andre said man like I built lasting relationships that are gonna I mean I'm gonna have forever Mm -hmm. um yeah, like we had some highs, had our lows, but at the end of the day, like it was fun. I, I had a blast. Like playing college football in general, that's that's not a lot of people get that opportunity, no matter what level, what division. So uh, very blessed to be a part of something like exactly. that. Exactly. And, and for you, Dre, you guys mentioned like the practices, the games, all that stuff that went into it, even the the, the post game after parties to celebrate those big wins. Um, what was your favorite memory that you could recall from playing at Sac State? First to you, Dre. My favorite memory. Um, Man, that's hard. It had to be definitely 2017 season. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was a historic season for all of us uh, going, what, 7-4? Yeah. Um, I believe that's biased opinion, but I think we should have been in that playoff for sure. I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah, we were, we were on a roll towards the end of the season for sure. Um, beating Davis, I mean, like not a lot of Sac State football teams have beaten Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, and that game – we did. We were kind of handling them pretty well in the beginning, and it got a, a little uh, interesting at the end. But we pulled through with that W. Um, got to hold that trophy, man. It was my first time ever holding that trophy. Um, my one of personal favorites of me uh, was definitely my three pick game against the Carnivore. That was pretty cool. Um, 
So yeah, just that whole 2017 season in general, man, that was just a lot of fun. Yeah, it was really cool to see you guys cap off that 2017 season. As you mentioned, that game with Davis, you guys were blowing them out at first, like big time. Like it was over in the third quarter. They made a little bit of a comeback. They had Keelan Doss on the team, who's now in the NFL on the Raiders. So they had good players, but you guys were able to hold it down and bring home that dub for Sac State. How about you, Andre? What was one of your favorite memories? My favorite memory as well was the 2017 game against Davis because mm. that sign uh, that kind of just signified our whole season. Like you know, we were we were balling beginning of the season. Then we had our lows, and then we we you know we fought back and we over like we overdid everything that people said we couldn't do, exactly. and we like it just running out from the tunnel, looking at the the stands, seeing family friends just on both sides just packed going into battle with your brothers and we just blown them out and you know it's a lot of trash talking history that come with that game and I, I i really love that you know outside of football i'm real calm and collective if you know me but on the field i kind of talk trash that's it's what i like to do at times but it's like it got close and like you said in the end of the game and then we overcame it so that made it that much more better and exciting and just the adrenaline adrenaline rush that you get it's like it doesn't compare to nothing else. Yeah, I bet. And and you guys mentioned it there that that was like the really like high point for you guys here at Sac State, like one of the best seasons. Because I know Dre, like when you came in and you were like redshirting and like an underclassman, that they had guys like Garrett Saffron, DeAndre Carter, and that those were really good teams when Jody Sears first got here to Sac State. But then you guys went through a couple years of struggling. But then that 2017 season is where everything all came together. So just to touch up on that a little bit, and Andre, I'm gonna pose this question to you first. What was it like uh, the the winning season opposed to those couple of years that you guys had some losing seasons? What was the the big difference besides just winning the games? So let's start starting with the losing season 2016. Mm -hmm. What we go like two and nine. Two and nine. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so we went two and nine, and I feel like we had the talent. The talent was there without a doubt. But if I could recall right, the problem with that season was we didn't put the pieces where they need to be played. We had it all set up. We just didn't execute anything. Like every week going in, a, uh, in, a, in play, I felt like we could have won every game that we played. But it's just, it just something just didn't work out. So I don't know if, if it was just how we played, was it the game plan, or like what was it? And the winning season that we had in 2017, I, I still truly feel like we never reached that apogee. Like we never reached our highest level because we should have been in playoffs. Yeah, definitely. And uh, both of you guys, we, we talked about him a little bit earlier, but both of you guys played with Kevin Thompson. Andre, obviously, you were the one catching passes from him. And, mm -hmm. and even, Dre, you were maybe getting an interception every once in a while mm -hmm. during, during practice. <laughs> so how do you guys think, and now he's a junior again, which is crazy just to think about, but how do, how do you think he, right? He's a junior next year. He's got, he got <laughs> one more year, too. Like 26? Yeah. Man. It's, it's really a match made in heaven between Kevin Thompson and Troy Taylor. Yeah. But um, how do you guys think he has evolved as a quarterback? Because for me, just watching from the press box is I just noticed – Kevin is a lot more mobile, and that's something that he already displayed and already showed last year, but under Jody Sears, not as much because that's not what the offense dictated. Mm -hmm. So so first, Andre, uh, how do you think that um, Kevin Thompson has evolved this year under Troy Taylor? Uh, so from previous years, uh, first, when I first met Kevin, you know, he came in. Nobody was really too sure about him. He was like, in, remember, he was like an yeah. odd, he was an he was odd different. kid. Like, mm -hmm. he came in, he was pretty quiet. 
And, you know, we thought we had our quarterback set with who we have. Niff, Coney, uh, Coney. Yeah, Daniel Niffin, Coney Castle. Yeah. And, you know, we thought, like, you know, I was like, who is this dude? And then he came in. He started with one day at practice. He started slinging a rock. Yeah. And we like, man, this dude got some talent. Yeah. And, you know, so some of the things I first noticed, Kevin eventually became one of my best friends. And we still close to today. And I feel like he evolved in a position of a leadership. You know, he came in. He wasn't that really, he wasn't that vocal, but over time that changed. And now it's like he got everybody to buy into the program, everybody to trust him. Like, if you need answers, you look to Kevin. Mm -hmm. And it's like we all glorify Kevin. So I feel like he really stepped up in every way, leadership, on and off the field. Yeah. You come to him from anything, he got you. Like, he really is the representation of a Division One quarterback. And I truly believe that he should get a shot in the pros because I think he's that good. How about you, Dre, from yeah. the defensive perspective? I totally agree. I mean, like Andre said, I mean, when he first got here, Kev, uh, just being a defense guy yeah. and, I, you know, yeah, I like getting my interceptions, <laughs> he was like, no one's in there ever accepting me, yeah. ever. Oh. And I took offense to that. Yeah. So I'm like, who's this new kid coming in yeah. here You're thinking like, he never thought? Yeah, wait. just wait. We'll get to practice. But, no, I mean – if you slack off at all, he's going to make you pay. And, yeah. I mean, you see it this year. And we saw it last year and the previous year, too. So, um, like Andre said, he grew into an amazing leader. I mean, he literally everybody rallied around him. And it, it kind of reminded me of uh, my redshirt year. Uh, we had Garrett Safran and DeAndre Carter. When Kev talks, that's how I felt when DeAndre or Garrett would talk, especially Garrett because Garrett was kind of quiet. Mm -hmm. So when Garrett talked, you for sure listened. And I think Kevin uh, took on that uh, that role. Um, and, I mean, like you said, like Andre said, it, it, Kev had all the answers. Um, so I'm not really surprised at what he's doing this year because uh, he's put in the work, great leader. And then you put a ma mastermind in Coach Troy with Coach Troy with Kevin. I mean, you see what they're doing. So, I mean, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, because on field, it's like it's not much that Kevin can do. Like, yeah. he could throw the ball. He got a fastball. Like, mm -hmm. remember, he used to rip my gloves sometimes at practice. Like, what you doing? Yeah, no, I've like, never probably – I could <laughs> maybe one, two interceptions off Kevin in two years. That's, like, I mean – He got vision. He could pass. Yeah. He could run. He can create something out of all. nothing. It's like – there's no such thing as a broken play with Kevin. Mm -hmm. Like he gonna keep it alive. And that Southern Utah game, I mean, he had what seven hundred total yards Some by ridiculous. himself. Yeah. Like you saw, I mean, it was crazy. I mean, that that was just it's fun to watch. So just seeing that game, um, and that's the 2017 year too. I mm -hmm. mean, that was our against Southern Utah, who was the defending <laughs> champs at the the year before. Mm -hmm. um, he was doing that to them. When Kevin healthy, Kevin Houdini. Yeah, for real, <laughs> for real, and. uh so, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, that's something that I learned about Kevin Thompson not till this year is that um, you mentioned he has a fastball. He played baseball growing up, and I'm sure you guys already knew that. Mm -hmm. But I learned that this year when um, when our football beat writer, Mac Irvin, he wrote a, a full feature profile on Kevin, and, and that was the focus at the beginning is Kevin started out as a baseball kid, and then he eventually just found football, and now, and now look at him. Um, so besides the evolution of Kevin Thompson, what's one big difference that you've noticed about the team this year under Coach Taylor? Because I ran into you guys uh, on the sideline during the first game of the year, and you were both loving what you saw on the mm -hmm. field as they, they won that game like 77-19. It, it, it was ridiculous. Um, 80 points. That's how they're supposed to win, though. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. so what's one uh, – Andre, I'm going to ask you first. What's the one big difference you're noticing uh, about the team this year under Coach Taylor? I notice everyone's confidence is sky high, mm -hmm. and 
everyone play with a chip on their shoulder. And probably the last thing I really notice is everyone is just always hyped. Mm-hmm. It's like they got a swagger, and you can see it. When they run out the tunnel, when they on the field, it's like everybody is vocal. They got a swagger. Like they really have something to prove, and they don't take no downs off. Like it's some, it's a couple new kids on the team that I don't even know, but I be looking like, man, this this dude legit. Like the linebacker, Park, I think, Park, number Parker Clayton. Yeah, Parker Clayton. That dude Marcus is huge. Hawkins, yeah. I think he's, I don't know. Is that the linebacker? linebacker? Number he's five? Cold. Is he number five too? Yep. Yeah, that, he's cold. Yeah, that dude, I be looking that on TV sometimes dog. if I can't make it to the game. Like, man, I like that dude. He remind me of, uh, was it, AJ Hawk or Clay Matthews back mm-hmm. in the day? Yes. With the, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. he remind me of. People were telling me about him before the season. They're like, not Marcus is going to be. Good. He's good. He's legit. So, so what's one main difference that you've noticed, Jordan? Um, just based off when I was at, like, when you saw us at the first game, I actually ran into Coach Bobby Fresquez mm-hmm. um, before halftime, and I was like, I don't know what you guys did, <laughs> but I was like, you can feel the energy yeah. from the sideline. And it's, we're not a part of it. I mean, mm-hmm. we're off to the side, but I'm like, yo, you guys are having fun. And when you're having fun, you're playing free, you're playing confident, like he said, not afraid to make mistakes. Cause it comes with the game and they're just i mean having a blast exactly and i see everybody is just super close i mean you see it on social media to the to the instagram the sac state football instagram to the twitter they're super involved in all the players um the players are involved with each other which we had i mean we were a close team um but you can just tell the energy is very it's very different the vibe it is different a lot more militant like, yeah i love the fact how they got the uh, polos now mm-hmm. yeah i think that that's so dope i so wish we cool. got to do that it's little things like yeah that, just little you know stuff I mean? like and that that makes all the yeah. difference in the world that i mean could build that trust you know what i mean between coaching and players or whatever the case may be so it's i mean it's super cool to see yeah that's something that i noticed just from going to the first practice that i went to this year during training camp because i was originally supposed to be the football beat writer this year but then Mm -hmm. i ended up becoming sports editor so plans changed but that's something i noticed from that first practice is that they just teach a culture of love loving the guy next to you and being there for your teammate next to you and it's not that they didn't already do that um when when you guys were around but there's just a higher emphasis on it and it, and it really shows on the field it does um so this might be a little bit of a dumb question but would you guys like uh do you wish that you played for coach troy taylor why or why not no nah, it's no such thing as a dumb question nah. <laughs> appreciate uh, that yeah personally i i definitely would i definitely because for the past i mean like i said in high school i was always playing against him losing to Folsom. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. i never got to be on the same side so i mean once he got uh the job i was kind of like man i wish i would have one year played. too late just one year you know what i mean yeah. i just wanted one year with them but i mean could have been back. Could have, yeah, been man. Back. I, right. If I did it right, could have came back. But uh, no, yeah, I wish I could have. I could have played with him. And you know, I wish. I really don't try to wish uh, on nothing. I really can't control. Mm-hmm. But if there was one thing I do, I wish I was still back out there with my boys. Yeah, for just sure. to play again, and especially to be under. Uh, I'm gonna call him a legend already, like a legendary coach, like Taylor, because mm-hmm. it's like, well, did he coach at Folsom? Was he at Utah too before? Folsom, yeah. Then you saw what he did at Iwu. Yeah, and then yeah. He's been a lot of places, and he's just like he do nothing but great things. So of yeah. course I would have. Yeah. So at the end of the day, yeah, I wish I could have played under him. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Just like as a Sac State student and a Sac State football fan, because 
like I might be a journalist, but like at the end of the day, I'm a fan of the team just mm-hmm. like you guys are. And that's one thing I'm worried about is like how good of a coach he is that like someone from like a bigger D1 program <laughs> might try to swoop him up. But fingers crossed. We fingers get to, crossed. Yeah. We get to keep Coach Taylor We're going to keep him here. Me and him are going to have to have a talk. <laughs> he can't go nowhere yet. There you go. All right, guys. Final question that I got for you. I appreciate you both for coming in here to our studio today. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Final final question for you guys. What what's your prediction for the rest of the season? Sac State is already seven and three, ranked six nationally. They got two games remaining on the schedule with that Causeway Classic as the last game of the season against Davis. And Davis has dropped out of the, the rankings this year. Mm-hmm. So Dre, I'm gonna uh, go to you first. What's your prediction for the rest of the season for the Sac State football team? Uh I have high expectations. Definitely I want them to win out, win the causeway for sure. No matter if Davis is ranked or not, that game is gonna be a tough game regardless. Exactly. Um and then I totally expect them to keep the ball rolling, going into playoffs, and then making noise in playoffs. Hopefully they make a, a nice little run, which, I mean, I hope they do, and I expect them to. Uh, and kind of give Sacramento something to be proud of. I mean, you know what I mean? Bring it, Hopefully bring a – crossing our fingers that Montana handles Weber this weekend to bring a big Sky Conference back here. Hopefully get the ball rolling in the playoffs, bring a national championship, or contend for it. Uh, would be man, that'd be something sweet. Exactly. How about you, Andre? Yeah, I'm going with Dre said. I feel like they're gonna end up winning out in the Davis game. I feel like I'm gonna try to give you a scenario. Yeah. Sac State gonna end up blowing them out. Uh-huh. Davis gonna try to come back like they did a couple years ago. <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> but it's not gonna happen. Sac State and then Sac State. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then Sac State just gonna blow them out the water. My prediction, I'm going with fifty six, Sac State. And 17 Davis. Woo! That's it. That's it. Woo. I want to say it on air. <laughs> yeah, hey, get ready. If there's any Aggies <laughs> fans listening, just get ready for that game. Cause yeah, we want all smoke. <laughs> yeah, Sac State wants to smoke. All right, that's going to do it for the 11th episode, or excuse me, 12th episode of the State Hornet Sports Podcast. For Andre Lindsay, for Dre Terrell, I'm Sean Holko. Thank you for tuning in. And also, shout out to our podcast editor, Mr. Will Coburn, for putting this all together for us. We appreciate him. Thanks for tuning in. Tune in next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the 12th episode of the State Hornet Sports Podcast. If you want to check out more State Hornet Sports content, go to statehornet.com slash sports. Tune in next week.